You are now listening to the Hack My Age podcast, the show that brings you guests for biohacking women over 50. I'm your host, Zora Benamu, a digital nomad, certified sports nutrition and breathing coach, and master student of gerontology at the University of Southern California. I'm the author of the Longevity Master Plan, the cookbook Eating for Longevity, and a new upcoming program, Energy Reboot for Women 50+. Plus. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, and I would totally appreciate it if you could please leave a review on Apple Podcast to help others find us too. This is a small but very critical gesture that makes a huge impact for me to support a podcast for older women and to help us grow stronger and really get our voice out there and attract even more amazing guests to the show for you and for me. Before we start, I am so excited to announce that I have been invited to speak at the Biohacking Congress in Boston on June 11th, 2022. And I'm going to be speaking about a topic that rarely gets attention in the biohacking community, and that's biohacking for women who are over 50, which looks at the specific health needs and the solutions for older women. And I'll be giving hacks to this audience that is often overlooked, but this is also valuable insight to the younger biohackers about what they could expect for their future selves. So join me on June 11th and get your tickets at biohackingcongress.com and use the code Zora, Z-O-R-A, for 20% off both the live and virtual congresses. I'll also include a link in the show notes for you, so don't worry. And if you can't make it in June, there will be many other amazing speakers at the biohacking congresses in Las Vegas in March and Miami in October. And you can still use that discount code Zora for those events too. Welcome to the Hack My Age podcast and Zoom webinar. Today, we're speaking with ex-Slovenian gymnast Kaya Travnik on how women can train according to their menstrual cycle. And she'll also teach us how to get those lean gymnast muscles in just 30 minutes. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Kaya is a passionate a personal trainer focusing on women. She's also a face yoga teacher, nutritionist, and mindset coach. And she's been researching healthy nutrition and sports for 13 years. And this journey into wellness started when her own immune system broke down and she had to spend months in hospital care. So she then get this, suffered major burnout and gastrointestinal issues. So pretty uh, rough start. So fortunately, through meditation, training and healthy eating, she's been able to cure herself. And since then, she quit her career as a lawyer to pursue health and wellness so that she can help people all over the world. She's lived in five countries, including the US, Canada, Belgium, Italy and England. And our previous career, she also worked as an assistant researcher at Harvard University. Love to know what you were researching there. Um, this and her law experience has given her firsthand insight into job-related stress, burnout, and unhealthy lifestyles. So her mission is really to teach people how to spot those negative effects of the modern lifestyle and how to improve it. So without further ado, meet Kaya. Welcome. Hello, thank you for this great presentation, Zora. 
Yeah, I'm so excited to introduce people to you. Um, I met you through Magdalena. <laughs> Magdalena's been Magdalena is connecting all the world. <laughs> she's amazing. Um, everybody can go and just look at Magdalena. She's obviously doing something right and connected me to you. And you are a very interesting person because not only your background, but I like this gymnast background that you have and well want to know because obviously you were training with only females right only girls in your team I'm imagining and mm -hmm. so you've learned a lot about women and females training and and this is kind of what leads us to this conversation because you've been learning learning a lot and want to know what is it that has prompted you to start working with women and how then later on teach us how to get these lean muscles in 30 minutes. I actually started training gymnastics when I was three years old. Oh, wow. I was very, very excited about it. That was definitely my favorite sport and it's definitely stayed my favorite sport until now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I trained it for 13 years, so it was uh, quite a while. And being a gymnast, it really gives you this flexible, nice body, which I like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I also trained jazz ballet for 13 years. So I spent a lot of time in sports which were connected to flexibility, lean muscles, and like you said, with a lot of female energy. It's also that it was interesting because I never liked running. I never liked these men-connected sports. But when I had the burnout and I was 26, I started with running and I did a lot of half marathons. And I also decided when I was, I, it was now two years ago, that I will do a half Ironman in Kona, Hawaii. So, <laughs> so it's a total switch from everything. But I still wanted to have, even though I was training for Ironman, even though I know that this was different kind of a training, I wanted to have a muscles that I always had. I didn't want to bulk up. Mm -hmm. So when I was training, swimming, running and cycling, I was still doing all my exercises, which I created for myself, firstly, <laughs> that, that I will stay lean. So that was so, so, so important to me. So were you noticing that the other women who were in Ironman training, they had a different body composition as you and yeah. you didn't want that? You wanted yes, I didn't want that. They're, they they have totally different kinds of bodies that I wanted, you know, because with my workout and with ballet or gymnastics workout, you get lean, very long muscle. Mm -hmm. And for instance, with running and with cycling, you are, or like with lifting weights, you are getting like these small muscles, which I never liked. Mm -hmm. So I noticed also with myself, you know, because it's like there was one period that I wasn't doing enough of my workout. I noticed on my body that my muscles are becoming shorter and mm -hmm. I didn't like that. Especially what I'm focusing now on, which I really notice on women's bodies, is this inner thigh muscles that you have. It's usually the muscle that is never trained. Because also if you are a professional athlete or a professional runner or a professional, I don't know who, this is usually the muscles that we don't train. So if I'm always training these muscles. The inner tickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they can be very <laughs> fluffy. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Primadine, a supplement that if I had to choose only one, it would pretty much be this one. It's because Primadine is spermidine. 
And this has been shown to activate autophagy, which is super important. And it's basically a cellular cleanup and recycling process that declines as we age. When we get older, our cells accumulate a lot of junk and a lot of waste, and this isn't really great for us. So we need to clean it up. So if you want some research, go to primadine.com and you can see all of it supporting cognitive health and heart health, hormone balancing, and long and strong hair, nails, and eyelashes by using spermidine. So another very important reason why I love primadine in particular so much is that I've never had received ever as much feedback about a product as I have with primadine literally several times a week someone reaches out to me on Facebook or Instagram with an amazing testimonial and most of the time it's about improved sleep so I can honestly say that I can 100% be convinced now that Primadine is the best spermidine supplement you'll ever find and you can try it with a 15% discount by using the code Zora, Z-O-R-A, on primadine.com. And that's P-R-I-M-E-A-D-I-N-E.com. Now enjoy the show. So, okay. So then when, so you got through this Ironman and you were still able to maintain your, your lean muscle physique. Tell us about how, how you learned more about women's cycles. Did you learn about it in your training as a gymnast or as your Ironman experience? Because you told me, you were telling me earlier, according to our cycles, there are days to train days to rest. Yes, exactly. Well, actually, I was always, since I'm a woman and since it's like I never would advise something to my clients that I didn't try, I'm coming from myself. So that's why I specialize for women, you know, because it's like I understand women. I'm a woman, you know, (laughs) I have period. If we relate to my previous career, I wanted to support women all over the world, like you said, you know, who are having that kind of a job still that I had. That's why all the things that I created, it's it's actually created for women. It doesn't matter how old are you. For women who have huge careers or who are working a lot. I have a lot of my clients are also students who are such a good students as I was, perfectionists. I wanted to create something that kind of women. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, actually with period, why I got into hormones so much and is because when I was training for Ironman, I was training for one year, I started to notice that every month, there is one week in a month that my training just go down. I'm so tired, hungry, I just cannot do it. And I started to put these days into my notebook. And then I went through and I saw that, okay, it's happening every month when I have PMS, one week before the period. And then I started researching it. I went on my computer and I said, okay, this is probably not happening just to me, but it's happening to many women out there who are professional sports women or women as, as me training. And that is where I, when I found Dr. Stacy Sims. She, she's actually also a triathlete. She wrote a book, Women Are Not Small Men. <laughs> yeah. She's had a great <laughs> TED talk on that. So you guys can Google that. Yeah, women are not small men. <laughs> yeah, Google her. She's amazing. I mean, it's also she's a researcher. She she did a PhD. 
she i think she was studying at cambridge and um she was also working with um with the uh, olympic teams she's really having not just like anybody so she talked a lot about period how we should train according to to our cycle when i listened to her advices i saw that okay my training got so much better so i incorporated also my things inside her things i got like a whole package which was working for me and it's also now working for my clients if i continue what is the most important thing to know and probably it's so strange for everybody to hear is that on the first day that you get your period you are actually the strongest and this is the best day to have your race if you are a professional athlete no way yes <laughs> <laughs> That's so what I haven't heard, you know, I mean, when I was in high school, I remember all the girls when we got our periods, um, not me, I think that was me, um, they would just go and run away. And they would say, I, don't, I can't do swimming today, I have my period, or I can't do my running. And, and it just seems that it's been been like that ever since that knock on wood, I've, I've never, well, knock on wood, I'm already 50. And I have never had like strong periods or PMS and all that. So I, I was really lucky that I just didn't even notice the, I could still train and do whatever it is that I want to do. I've always been athletic. But I, uh, I would have been interested, well, I guess I still have my periods, I could still test it out, you know, and see is uh, am I stronger during that moment of the first day of your period? I mean, really, that's amazing. Yeah, most people, and I do have clients who are in, in Hong Kong, they're Chinese, and to me, they tell me exactly the opposite. And, and they're going according to their Chinese medicine doctors that they should not train during their period. They should really take it easy. Don't train, just be kind to yourself. And here you are saying, no, get off your butt and go and train on day one of your period. You will have the best race of your life. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so why? Like, tell me why. Okay. Hey, I'm butting in for a quick second. If you enjoy the content brought to you in this podcast, consider supporting Hack My Age by becoming a patron on patreon.com. This is where you can drop a tip or become a member for the price of a coffee. Members get special material, free coaching, and private Zoom calls. Join us by going to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash hack my age. Thanks for your support. Now let's get back to the podcast. Tell yeah, me, what is this coming yeah. from? And is it true? It's coming from because it's when we get period, the first day of a period, our estrogen and progesterone levels go down. So mm -hmm. we are most the same as men. So mm -hmm. that's why that's happening. Equal ground. <laughs> on that. Right <laughs> we can beat them <laughs> on the first day of the period. <laughs> Not only beat you, but on the first day of my period. First day of my period. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually because of how our hormones are working. And it also depends what you are doing one week before the period, how you train one week before the period, and how you eat one week before the period. Oh. This is so important. And women are usually feeling bad and they don't, don't feel good on the first day of the period because they don't work and eat and work out correctly one week before. Ah, so then we got to make sure one week before that's called, well, that's PMS, right? Premenstrual yeah. syndrome. So what do we do one week before? Okay. Yeah. Comes? How should we train or not train or eat or take care of ourselves? 
one week before you're getting your period, it's very, very important that you rest, that you take it easy, that you are meditating a lot, what you were saying before, that you listen to your body, that you don't have like any endurance sports going on, sprints of running, a lot of cycling, a lot of swimming, a lot of that kind of things, but more yoga more stretching, more light walking. And also you should be very careful that I'm also very into fasting and I'm very conscious about how I eat, that I, I'm about food combining, you know, that we combine food together properly, that we, low food, that we eat food with low glycemic index. And I don't eat a lot of carbs myself too. But one week before having your period, you should um, increase your carb intake. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that we should eat unhealthy carbs. I'm talking about sweet potato, maybe like more Hokkaido pumpkins, millet, or that kind of thing. Still like healthy carbs. Because if we increase carbs one week before our period, that means that we will have more energy, we will have less cravings because we crave sugar because we don't get enough carbs during that week. Mm-hmm. And also when we will have a period. The first day and for how long the period is going on, when we have a period, we will be able to eat less. When you get a period, that's the period that actually you can fast more. You can eat a little bit less and you can do like different kinds of detox. So, okay, I have a client that he wants to do a fast. So I'm going to be walking her through the fast for one week. So she says, I want to start I don't want to have the fast during my period. She's afraid that that's going to be a stress. It's going to be disruptive. And you're Mm -hmm. saying, no, actually, she should do the fast on Mm -hmm. period day one. But you, you, you need to keep in mind that body need time to adapt. Also, my clients and myself, we need at least, let's say, three, four months when you started doing these things, more carbs, more meditation, more yoga, one week before the period. Let's say after three to four months, you know, you get the results that when you get a period, you don't have cramps anymore. You are more productive. You have more energy, you know, when you need to incorporate it first, you don't start just with day one or day seven, but if you need to, you know, do it and then your body adapts. It's the same as with fasting. It's the same as with supplement. People are always asking me when it will work. There are no magic pills. All the supplements that we are taking, all spermaline and like all the things, we need at least, usually I'm saying three months to get results. It, mm-hmm. It's how it is. <laughs> I don't know if I didn't catch it or, or if you mentioned it or not, but just going back to the fasting during the period, mm-hmm. why is this an optimal time to, to fast? Because still the, still the levels of your hormones are the lowest. Your body is more like male body. We also know that it's fasting, I would say, in my opinion, I would not recommend it so much. I mean, I am totally for fasting for women, but I would say that women should do it three times per week, not more. And we should also be careful for how, how many hours fast are we doing, especially if we are women who are still not having children or it's different if you are in menopause or if you are having your period, didn't have children yet. If you still need to give birth to somebody. (laughs) Actually, anyone who's listening to this podcast now or here at the webinar, fasting isn't for everybody. Fasting can be great and fasting can be very damaging. So exactly. 
you know, do your due diligence, whatever it is, the goal that you want, get some guidance, go talk to your nutritionist or a health coach or somebody or do do your research like Kaya, you've done. And don't just kind of go into it willy nilly thinking it's all great. And I think there's a way to, depending on your goals, there's people who should and shouldn't do it. So with that, assuming that, okay, we're all healthy adults and fasting, I still don't understand why would, why would fasting when our hormones are at their lowest and like a man be, be better? How is it that? Because you are one week before getting a period, if you are more stressed out, you are not in balance. Introducing fasting in that period can be very challenging mm. being a woman. When you get a period, everything releases from your body. It's also, you, you must know it's how it is like getting a period. Everything is something just pops out of your body and it's like you are free. So yeah. that's why, you know, it's the days when you have your period should be the least stressful ones mm -hmm. and you are clean. And if we look from energetical perspective, or I've been into yoga a lot, I went to a lot of yoga conferences and I did yoga teacher certificate. If we talk from that perspective, getting a period is also like cleaning your body. Our yoga teachers were always telling us through the period, we clean our body. It, it's yeah. how it is. Fasting is also cleaning up yeah. our body like that's why it's good in that in that time place. I mean that kind of makes sense but I do remember in yoga uh some yoga teachers were telling the students though if you have your period if you're menstruating now then you shouldn't do this pose which would be like a inverted um poses if we're at our peak and our optimal during our period why wouldn't we be able to do that Maybe for yoga poses, I would say because a lot, if you are doing like different kinds of kind of a poses, it had is down. So maybe because of blood pressure or maybe because of your, a lot of blood in your system. So maybe it's connected with that. They didn't want us something that if your head goes down, there are some poses in yoga where they push it, they push even more, even more blood through our ovaries. It would be too shocking for our body. All right. So then we got it. So that's, if you want to fast, if you want to train, because I guess there anything that you want to do and be at your peak performance, doing it during your period or day one of your period is actually a really good thing. It's something that uh, also business wise, I'm always saying to my clients, because I would say for myself that I'm a holistic coach. So I'm incorporating more things, workout, nutrition, and mindset. So if you have any business decisions to do, don't do it one week before the period. Do it when you get the period and when you have the period because it's like you will be the most focused one. <laughs> but the only caveat to this is what you said is you have to make sure that the week before your period, you have everything in place. You take care exactly. of yourself. And mm -hmm. that's super important because if you don't, then maybe the first of your period, this is going to totally backfire. Yes, it will be a mess for sure. <laughs> so what kind of protocol would you say the week before the period? When you think of somebody with PMS, they, they want to have their, their cookies and they want to have their bread and they want to eat pasta and they want to start nibbling on chips or crisps. And, you know, you said, oh, we have you had time to eat carbs. So <laughs> I yes. know healthy carbs, but how is somebody who's, because they're not certainly craving quinoa and broccoli <laughs> so what do they do to how do they eat or behave that week that they're having the pms when they have all of these cravings and all of their 
yeah, it's just really hard to get into a different mindset. I'm always saying to my clients when I do the nutrition counseling and um, when I'm writing menus for them, I never want to take from them everything, but you can replace unhealthy cookies with healthy ones. You can replace unhealthy chocolate with healthy chocolate. You can replace unhealthy muffins with healthy muffins. So I'm always, when I'm writing menus for my clients, if they want to have a chocolate cake, I gave them my version of like healthy chocolate cake with stevia and monk fruit and that kind of thing. Sweet things, they are not healthy. They are not unhealthy if they are prepared correctly. You can have like your sweet tooth satisfied with healthy things, which are made from healthy carbs. Yes. I'm making, for instance, brownie brownies with beans and dark chocolate, paleo banana cake. So there's so many different kinds of things which are like so satisfying and so healthy and so good for you, like with a lot of fibers. So I would say it, yeah, just eat that kind of things. Satisfy your sweet tooth or satisfy your carb cravings, but in a healthier way. Got got pumpkin brownies right now in the oven. Exactly. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Exactly. Because once once you start, once you said stop to to the sugar, you're not craving this unhealthy sugar anymore. For instance, for me, like people are asking me, what's wrong with you? Don't you crave that kind of things? I don't. I mean, I crave my own sweet things that I make. Like whenever I'm having something sweet, just one bite of it, I feel nauseous and so heavy for my stomach. You've trained yourself out of that, which is always possible to do, right? Your palate is malleable. You can change it. Surprise, surprise, but you have to work at it. So, okay. So you're saying then the week before period, don't totally deprive yourself and and just push through the power, but find healthier alternatives. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Also, one very important thing is that one week before the period, that's not, they are, these are not the days I'm totally against counting calories because it doesn't work. You never diet yourself. It's actually, you don't deprive yourself from food. For sure, this is the week that you should give yourself the most food. But we are not talking about unhealthy things. We are talking about healthy, nutritious things. And it's very, very important that you are very careful this week that you give yourself all the carbs, fat, proteins. That's very important. And like we said, that you meditate, that if you're maybe more conscious about things that you are doing, things that you are feeling. And, and also it, it's about accepting yourself. I think women nowadays, they, if we should be super moms, super bosses, super business women, we should all have clean muscles and great bodies and I don't know what, but just be gentle to yourself. It's totally okay that you, if you want to cry, cry. If you feel depressed, feel depressed. It's okay. Feeling that feelings in, and then just don't send them away. It's okay that you are sad. It's totally okay. Just embrace it. Be sad. I don't know. Cry it out and it will be so much better. We should not push our emotions down. You know, we should release them out because we have a right to be sad. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We have a right to be sad. So, okay. So the week before our period, it's time to keep the training low, eat healthy foods, find healthier alternatives for all those crazy cravings and mindful meditation, yoga, and anything else that we should be conscious of working on that week prior? No, that that's it. 
yeah it's it's a, it's it's a lot already <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, and so some of and this information some of this information comes from what's her name again i can't remember just off. dr stacy sims Dr. Stacy Sims, write this down. She's brilliant. Um, and I'll make yeah. sure I include that, that TED talk that she has because a, a lot of her research is proving what you're actually saying to us right now. So that's, that's- yeah, you can, you get a lot of researchers in her book, actually. I have a book, but it would be nonsense to put you screenshots of, of a book. If you buy her book, it, it doesn't cost much. And also if you listen to her talks and if you follow her on Instagram, you will see what I'm talking about. I mean, you will see all the science behind that she has. Tell us then, how do we get these lean gymnast muscles in 30 minutes? <laughs> you should join my workout. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, what I did, and I'll have to share with everybody, I did try you and I thought it was really great. Is that generally it's always like that or do you change it all the time or is it because what we did was what I loved about it, <laughs> I told you about it, is that to me brought me back to the 80s and my Jane Fonda days. I love doing stuff like that. And it was very much like the, a lot of just leg lifts and gosh, what else did we do that was just it reminded me and I thought, oh, yes, we're back. <laughs> we're back into this. And it wasn't about sweating and kicking my butt and making me do a bunch of burpees and well we did some right um it was it was actually really varied but talk us through a little bit what you what you do with your clients and and what you did with me so we can get an idea what yes for what sure my whole concept actually started as i said me being a lawyer me not having time to work out me working 16 hours per day, 20 hours per day. It was crazy. They were, there, there were crazy times. And what I wanted to do, I wanted to find a, co- a concept that will work for women worldwide. And since I'm, I'm a very movable type of a person, if I don't like living on one spot for too long, for me being in Slovenia for one year already, it makes me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but not that something would be so bad with Slovenia. I'm just not that type of a person. I said, okay, so I should do something online that clients can join me from anywhere from the world. It doesn't matter the time zone, in the, it doesn't matter the city. So that's what I said. That's why I decided that I will do everything online. All my workouts, nutrition counseling, face yoga, mindset coaching, everything, if we do everything online. Even though if you are from Slovenia, it doesn't matter. You will still work with me online. You know, it don't accept clients one-on-one in person. That's one thing. The second thing is that if you can connect with me from your own home, you don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to go to the car. I mean, now it's COVID. I know it's totally different than it was. But when the things were normal, I lost so much time driving myself to the gym, showering there and whole procedure. It's, I didn't have time. So I just wanted to give something to women that they can even call me from their office because you just need a yoga mat. And also I'm, I'm, I'm joking and kidding. And I'm saying if you are always having me, your personal trainer in your pocket, it doesn't matter if you go on a holiday, if you go on a business trip, you can always work out in your hotel room. You can just put your towel on the ground and you start working out with me. That's why. And also the second thing is I decided that my workout will be 30 minutes only not one hour, because it's very important that the workout is effective. 
and efficient. And I didn't like whenever I went to the workout, if I don't know, 15 minutes of stretching and 10 minutes of cooling down and women were chatting all the time, you know, and the trainer was chatting with us. I wanted to have something efficient. It's like, if I'm working out now, I'm working out. And this is how usually like my clients are very like that. I'm working out, I'm taking 30 minutes and I know that I need to do the work. And also when I was living in the States, it became really popular. Also big fitness centers, workouts were like or 30 minutes or 45 minutes. For me, it was very, very important. And I offer one-on-one trainings. You can connect with me one-on-one like I did with you. I offer also group trainings. I then send you videos or you can have a group workout. I have a group of girls, five friends, and they connect with me from their places. One from Slovenia, one is from Spain, one is, I don't know from where, and they work out together. You know, we have a Zoom like that. I'm showing them exercises. I'm watching them. They chat a little bit in between. They are so happy to see each other. And, you know, I think it's very, very good and very efficient sounds like it definitely holds people accountable. Share a little bit about what is it that about you or why does your exercises produce this lean, long muscle? Yeah, like we said, my my workout is actually a composition of gymnastic, ballet, heat training, interval training, strength training, and yoga. I am repeating every exercise three times. I do 10 repetitions, 10 repetitions, three circles of it like I did with you. And the exercise are, exercises are not, like you said, the ones with the ones you usually do in the training centers, but they're actually really my exercises, which I learned through the years of practice, <laughs> through the years of training. They're just different types of exercises, exercises which are leaning the muscles. What I incorporated is also point and flex. When you do a, a point with your toes on your leg and flex, This is coming from a gymnast perspective, you know, if you are actually when you are doing the point and flex, if you are leaning this muscle. So wait, which one is better point or flex? Are you saying just the fact that we do both is important? You need to incorporate both because with point, if you lean the muscle, but with flex, it somehow, if you are leaning, then you hold the muscle. Mm -hmm. First you lean it out and then you hold it when you do the flex. Yeah, that's the, that's the trick of it. So that's very important. Like I said, I'm focusing on an inner thighs. I'm focusing also on this area under the arms here, when usually it's the area where you get like your most fat and it's like women have have problems with it. And yeah, it it is an interval training still, which means that that you will be still burning fat two days after training with me. Mm. So that's, that's also a great idea. But it's not crazy hit that you see. <laughs> yeah. But my clients are always saying, if you look at my exercises, just looking, they seem so simple. But that's when you're doing them, I'm always receiving messages. Oh my gosh, Kaya, I cannot walk. Oh my gosh, I cannot sit. <laughs> you know, what have you done to me? I didn't know that I had that kind of a muscle. A full body training each time or do you do different parts? No, it's always full body training because I'm always saying that everything is coming from the core. So I keep on repeating to my clients, if you have a strong core, it's like you will be able to do anything. Strong core is the most important thing. I'm always saying to them, squeeze your abs, squeeze your butt, squeeze your legs, Mm -hmm. and be like, it's also important that you are straight at your back, that you are watching your back, Mm -hmm. that you are not like leaning forward. 
I'm always talking about during the, the exercise. Posture is very, very important. I'm always saying, imagine yourself being a marionette. <laughs> Somebody's holding you up. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's such a gymnast thing or a ballet thing. To, to Well, my taking ballet classes, I remember that. So if you do say like 10 reps and then you move on to the next exercise, how many different exercises can you or- incorporate in just 30 minutes? It depends on the client, I would say, because if I have different kinds of clients who are different kindly prepared. <laughs> uh-huh. So if I have, and it also depends for how long a client is already working with me. If we work one-on-one, I'm always, always asking a client for is how do you feel and how do you want to work out today? Because maybe she had crazy meeting and she's so tired that she will die, you know, and she needs more flexible, flowy workout, or she's maybe stressed out and she needs something, you know, I want to kill somebody and I need to get it out of the system. So I'm always listening to my clients. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. So this question goes, it, it depends. The answer to this question would be depends on the client, how she is with her, let's say, condition. I have a question about this is all training according to your cycle, but what if you're in menopause or postmenopausal? It guides a woman to train. With menopause is that if your estrogen is falling down and it's like that you stop releasing the egg and it's how it is. But actually there is also what I wanted to say to you, I, what I forgot about my workout. It's very important that it's, I believe that we don't need weight because we have our own way to train with. I think the best way that you can have is your own body. So Mm -hmm. also with my workout, clients are using ankle weight, the small ones, like one kilo, the the weights for the arms, but Mm -hmm. one or two kilos, not more. With menopause women, I would say they are more likely, it's the same with, with fasting, they are more likely as men. They can even train harder. I know that this is maybe, again, hard to understand, mm-hmm. but their body, it's acting more like being a guy. Not being <laughs> a woman. So when I hit menopause, I'm going to be bigger and better and stronger and faster? Exactly. Ask Magdalena, like, she's a great example of that, about fasting and about working out. So she's a typical representation of, if you are doing it correctly, you know, until the menopause, we are saying again. So I think that's why it's so important. We are talking with that, with Magdalena a lot, or also with my friends. It's it's, it's so funny because it's most of my friends and people who I hang out with, they are older, but I mean older in a good way. I don't mean old, don't get me wrong. But you know that also when I'm listening to your podcasts and everything, I think I'm 33. So I think I'm one of the youngest biohackers in anti-aging, I would say. (laughs) Starting early is key. That's very important to get that foundation. Yeah. So I think it's so important because it's important to start as soon as possible. Then when I will be your age, for instance, I will need to do maybe less things. And this is so great that we have that option. I was always like that. I don't know. It's like people ask me this because I already like started thinking about these things when I was 19 years old. And I'm not kidding. (laughs) I mean, I know that this is very early, but I think it's very, very important. So you're saying then women who are in menopause already don't need to have any kind of protocol to rest and relax before, okay, we don't have a period, but before some 
I don't know, some other cycle that happens or hormonal no, change? No, in my opinion, no. I mean, I think they should listen to themselves because I think they are old enough that they know how their body works and they know what is best for them. I'm having the same opinion about menopause as I'm having on the first day of a period. If you are taking care of yourself, if you are taking care of your hormones, if you are taking care of your food, of your supplements to the menopause, you will also get through the menopause not knowing that you have it. And I think Magdalena is a great example of that. <laughs> yes, actually, that'd be, it'd be interesting to hear Magdalena if you want to unmute and give us some tips because are you in menopause? Have you passed through it yet? Or are you still waiting? Is, have you noticed anything with training and exercise or fasting? Has that affected you in any way? We talk about that a lot with Magdalena. I think she will just say what I would say. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> please go, Magdalena. Actually, I have to say uh, that Kaya is completely right. I never uh, felt, I never knew what does it mean to be in menopause because I don't have any, any problems, you know, other women are telling us about. Really not. And I say that this is because of bioidentical hormonal therapy I am on since I was 47. That means that I started, uh, let me say, four or five years before I was in menopause. I was in menopause with 51. And I have to tell you no problems at all. But I was in menopause because my gynecologist asked me, would you like still to have a period? And I said, is this possible to decide? And she said, yes. I can arrange for you certain um, formula and you just say if you want to have it or not. I said, of course, I, want, I don't want to have it if this is possible because for me, period is a hassle. And she said, okay, we will do like this. And since then I lost the period and I uh, become the member of menopause club and everything was the same as before. And I have to really say once again, for me, menopause is like before, like I was not in menopause, no problem at all. I'm fasting, I am going to fitness every day, I'm doing everything like before, I have a lot of energy, I don't need a lot of sleep, now it's permitting my sleep get better, gets better, but um, I think because of spermidine, not because I need it. Mm. So I am completely satisfied with my uh, life and I feel like I'm 30 still. <laughs> I always feel like I'm 30. <laughs> That's well, you do look like you're 30. And so the only thing, well, the, first of all, those people who have no idea what spermidine is, I have a podcast on autophagy. It's a, a molecule that is coming from the germ the wheat germ and it is in a lot of japanese foods and things and it triggers autophagy without fasting and exercise and maybe cold bathing and things like that it's quite a simple thing so i've been taking it as well so you can go listen to what that is and um search it so magdalena you've been you felt the only thing that you see the difference in menopause is that you don't have a period and that's it exactly and everything gets better you know your intimate life your uh when you go um, to the fitness when you go to the seaside you know everything gets better because you don't have a problem with uh with blood i'm happy to, to be in menopause club <laughs> really that's so great to know okay so that has something to do with bioidentical hormones yes i would say okay the whole lifestyle for sure but yes 
I am connecting my situation first to bioidentical hormone therapy for sure, because um, in menopause, we know that hormones, uh, the levels of hormones are dropping. And with a bioidentical hormone therapy, you can still help yourself, your body, you know, to, to keep on with certain level. And that's important that you, you cannot see this difference. Some women have, you know, with, with um, depression, anxiety, uh, changing of mood, then hot flashes, insomnia, and so on. I don't have any of this. So are you taking um, through capsules or gels or combination? Yes, estradiol and progesterone. And I'm also taking care of my thyroid with bioidentical hormone pills. It would be interesting to know, we don't, we don't, we'll never know, but um, you, you take bioidenticals, but you also have an extremely healthy diet and lifestyle. And I think that has a lot to be said about it because perhaps, you know, again, that's the foundation for everything. I look at it as a pyramid, just like Phil Mikens explained to us, the the bottom of the pyramid is getting nutritious foods cutting out the crap diet, exercising, getting enough movement, whatever that may be for you, moving every single day, getting enough sleep, managing your stress, because none of that will work. I don't care how much you're exercising and how many broccolis you're eating. If you're stressed, all of that goes out of the window. So stress is super important that you manage. And obviously the sleep and the stress, they go hand in hand. If you don't have this foundation, no supplements or hormones or biohacking gadgets, like none of that's going to work. The gadgets and the supplements is the top of the pyramid. That's after having a strong foundation. And then you add on, these are called, well, supplements or supplementals to your healthy diet and lifestyle is a supplement, not a replacement. So that's an added value, you know. And I'm always saying to my clients also that it, it starts how you see yourself in the mirror. I don't want to work with somebody who will get up every morning and look herself in the mirror and is still seeing herself being fat, not being whatever, you know. I'm always saying the first thing that you should start working on, it's gratitude diary, writing three things down that you are grateful for and write things down that you like about your body. How do you want to feel? How do you see yourself like good things? Because it won't work. I can write you a workout plan and I can work you a nutrition plan. But if you will see yourself still being ugly, still not being satisfied, it won't work long term. For me, the most important thing with my clients and with myself is long term results. We can all starve ourselves for one month and drink just water and we will all lose weight. For sure, we we will. It is about how we feel in our skin. I want to give my clients a lifestyle. That's what I said before. I don't want to take away from them this chocolate cake. I just want to replace it with a healthy one. And also, I'm always saying, like, I'm a huge fan of wine because I'm a sommelier second degree. (laughs) And this is something that is all of you can say to me that wine is not healthy. For me, it's healthy. I love my wine. It's like I'm not giving away my wine. I think that's so, so, so important. Like you said, if you, if you go on a diet and work out and you are under stress all the time and you don't like the diet, you don't like the workout, it won't work. And you should not judge yourself, even though if once in a while you also eat this unhealthy cake. 
eat it, you be happy about it, don't judge yourself, and it won't do you harm. And also now we have so many different kinds of supplements that can help us with that too. So that's not a problem. <laughs> a lot of damage control under our belt. That's what a biohacker does is damage control. Yeah, no, I have to add on to that because it's not the things that you do once in a while that count. It doesn't matter once in a while you have that cake or that glass of wine, or you have a stressful day, or you have whatever, or that's the one day that you eat healthy. That's Mm -hmm. the one day you exercise. That doesn't make a difference at all. It's Mm -hmm. what you do every single day that makes the difference. So what is it that you're doing every day? And that will be what you're like. Like that's like just to add on to that. Because I saw myself, for instance, be- before I had a burnout, I had huge problems with insomnia. And because I was focusing so much of my energy, I was reading just about sleeping, about how much sleep we should have, how much that, how much that. I was totally, I was just thinking about that and nothing else. So I was already stressed out about my sleeping when I got up and I just came into a circle coming out. So I'm saying the same thing about sleep. We have some people need five hours of sleep. Some people need eight hours of sleep. You just need to listen to your body and how you feel. If you don't feel good after five hours of sleep, it's not okay for you. Maybe some people don't feel good after eight hours of sleep also. That's so important. Also working with clients, I always listen to them. You should listen to yourself. You should listen to your clients. It's not one fits everybody. You still have many exceptions to the rules, always. I'm always checking with diets. If I prescribe something and if it's not working, I don't know, after a month, if then we make changes, we are coming to the conclusion and to the end, which is, which is the right one. I just wanted to add that for everybody listening, we have also a promotion code Zora20, which will give you a 20% discount on everything what I do. And (laughs) thank you. You're welcome. And she will, like I said, if I prepare the PowerPoint presentation and uh, Zora will send it to you, you can also Google me. I have my own web page. You can send me an email. You can find me on Instagrams. Yes, yeah, so you are more than more than welcome. It's actually here. I have all my contacts. I don't know. I can I share a screen? Maybe yeah, you can share the screen. And meanwhile, I will share your website is Kaya Travnik. That's K A G A T R A V N I K dot com. The same, to- the same thing for the Instagram. Oh, I have to share with you the. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on a second. And then on Instagram, it's the same, Kaya Travnik, K-A-J-A-T-R-A-V-N-I-K. On Facebook, it's, oh, it is just Kaya Travnik as well. It's the same, everything is the same. Perfect. So if you guys are here in the webinar, you can screenshot that, or you can just send me a message and I'll send you Kaya's contacts. And let her know if you're coming from me, and you get 20% off of her web trainings, which include exercise, nutrition device, and mental coaching, face yoga, regular yoga, all that stuff. And if you want your lean muscles, then go for it. Go for it. Call Kaya. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming and attending and listening and sticking on, sticking with it this whole time. Thank you, Kaya, for your sharing your knowledge. It's, it's a true pleasure to have you here. And I can't wait to have another session with you. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Zora.
And thank you all for listening. Thank you for coming. Bye-bye. Hey, did you enjoy the podcast? Don't forget to subscribe to be notified of all the new episodes and leave a review to help build the tribe. It's a small act of kindness that brings me big benefits and helps others find this amazing content. The best thing you can do is share. Sharing is caring. Statements made on this podcast have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Anything we say or products we mention are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Information provided by this podcast is not a substitute for personal medical advice and not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. It is intended as a sharing of knowledge and information from the personal research and experience of me and my guests.